Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Hmm, I wonder if old hairy legs doesn't want me to record this podcast today. I just got done recording it. It was about 21 minutes. Sorry, I'm going to try to keep them more closer to 10, (laughs) which is what they're supposed to be. And all of a sudden it got blown away in my podcast application. Very strange. Okay. The ascension of the Lord is today, and I really want every single one of us to contemplate what the apostles were thinking as they watched Jesus float up into the air and be taken into heaven on a cloud. And then the next 10 days, 10 days of darkness, of them being in the upper room in Jerusalem, praying and praying and praying for the Holy Spirit to come down. I know that Mary must have been their rock in that room. I guarantee you I would have had mixed emotions. Even though Jesus says, hey, you know what? It's better that I go to the Father because then he will send the paraclete, the comforter, the consoler, and he will be with you and he will remind you of all truth that I have told you. Even though they walked with Jesus, saw miracles, stuck their fingers in his side and in his wounds, I'm sure that they were still questioning whether or not this Holy Spirit was going to come and whether or not they would have the courage and the knowledge and the wisdom and the understanding to get out into all the ends of the earth and share the gospel all that Jesus has done for us, our salvation and repentance of sins. I would be a bit of a mess, I'm pretty sure. So let's read the the reading that I want to read to you, which happens to be Acts 1, verse 1 through 11. 1, 1, 1, 1. You all know that I see 11, 11, 12, 12, 3, 3, 3, 2, 2, 2, all over the clock, all the time. And when I see 11, 11, I am reminded of Revelation 11, 11, where God breathed on those dry bones and they stood up and they fought. I feel like that's us right now. We are fighting for God to be back in this world. We are fighting against evil powers and principalities that are influencing leaders in our lives, corporations, teachers, 
school, you know, board members and administrators, Hollywood, <laughs> uh, where? Everywhere. Evil is everywhere. I just find it not a coincidence that Acts 1, verse 1 through 11 is right here, right now, on this day of ascension. Okay. In the first book, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus did and taught until the day he was taken up, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them by many proofs after he had suffered, appearing to them during the 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While meeting with them, he enjoined them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, about which you have heard me speak. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. When they had gathered together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He answered them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has established by his own authority, but you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him from their sight. While they were looking intently at the sky as he was going, suddenly two men dressed in white garments stood beside them. They said, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. Wow. So then they go back, they're in the upper room, and I, for one, <laughs> would need to be praying, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. I'm scared now, Jesus. You're not here on this earth with me anymore. And I guarantee you, they ran to Mary for comfort. Mary, who isn't even Mary. Mary is 100% the Holy Spirit. She is filled with God's Spirit. She's pure and loving and truth. So I know that she took care of them in the upper room for these 10 days that they're waiting for the Holy Spirit to come, not knowing exactly when it would come, he would come. So that's what I want us to think about and pray about. And let's make some sacrifices over these 10 days. Because I don't know about you, but I want that Holy Spirit poured out in me. I want to be filled to the brim I have had so many supernatural, physical, and spiritual experiences with the Holy Spirit. I guarantee you, when I went to my confession, after being gone for 26 years, not practicing any faith, I, opened, I kicked out all those evil spirits that were in my life, and God filled me. I had an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I knew this physically, mentally, spiritually. I could tell I was changed. People knew it too. The next day I went to the, to the office, people were asking me if I, if I was on a diet, if I was working out. 
One woman asked me if I was pregnant because I was glowing with the spirit of God in me. And it was palatable, not only for me, but for people who saw me. And if you listen to that exorcist interview that I shared on a podcast a few, few times ago, you will know that that's what happens when evil comes out of our lives and we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We glow. I've also had resting in the Spirit, slain in the Spirit. Look those up on the internet. It's basically the Holy Spirit taking over. Yes, I dropped to the floor. A priest basically prayed over me. It's a long story. But, and I wasn't believing it, by the way. I thought it was a joke. I didn't even want to be in this event. You know, it was a conference that I was speaking at. It wasn't a charismatic conference. It was a Marian conference. But they had a healing service. Three priests, three lay people who had the gift of healing. And I was in the back, in back of a line. There were six people, about 700 people at this conference. And I was the second to last person on purpose because I wanted to watch all these fakers and these liars and call out the, call it all out, right? I wanted to be at the very end. But then the, the MC of, <laughs> of the conference told everyone just to turn around in their line because they're going to move the healers to the other side. And now I was number two. And so there's three of us in a half circle in front of this priest in this wheelchair. God rest his soul. He is now passed. The woman to my right did not fall. All he did was put his hands out, told her to put her hands on top of his. And he said, think of Jesus. And as he was saying this, my body was starting to feel really strange. I fainted before. This was not that at all. And then he came to me, put his hands out. I put my hands on his. And he says, think of before he even said Jesus's name. It's like my knees bent to the right and the left, which is impossible, but that's what it felt like. And the person behind me caught me, laid me on the floor and I couldn't move a muscle. I was paralyzed, but I was just fine with it. I was aware of what was going on. People were walking over me. But I was like, what is happening? Why can't I move? I really tried to fight it. And then, of course, I look it up later, and that's the Holy Spirit working in your body and soul to heal you. And that feeling, that resting in the Spirit, physical and spiritual experience stayed with me for about a year and a half. Every time I would receive the Eucharist and go back to my pew, my whole body just melted. And when I would be in adoration, I became the pew. I just melted into the pew. I could not feel my body. It was so relaxed. And then the Holy Spirit kind of changed on me. And now it's this whoosh that I can communicate and interact with. So I am telling you the Holy Spirit is alive and well, and all of us need to be praying for an outpouring of it in our life. As I'm still going through this consecration, I'm reminded about how Mary wasn't even existing. 
She was so humble and she was so dead to herself and such an obedient, loving servant of God that she had only the spirit of God within her. Her holy spouse was in her all the way from top to bottom. And I know that those apostles, when they went back into that upper room, were constantly calling out to Mary for her, for her comfort, to help them to receive this Holy Spirit. And she was their rock during this time. So what I'd like you all to do is to contemplate the ascension of the Lord and how amazing that would be to see and experience. But also over these next 10 days, until Pentecost comes, pray for more of God's Spirit to possess you, to come into your body, mind, soul, spirit, to take over your thoughts, your words, your actions, so that we can glow and share the love of God with everyone in our lives. Make a few sacrifices, offer them to Jesus through Mary, and pray, pray, pray for a miraculous outpouring of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. And every day we should be asking the Holy Spirit to fill us, of course. But let's do an extra amount of focus on that this week. I'm on my last week of my consecration. It's understanding Jesus, and it's intense. It's about two hours worth of readings and all of that. But boy, I'm so grateful. And I know the Holy Spirit and Mary and Jesus and the Father are all working on my heart, helping me to dive deeper into this relationship that Mary has with the Holy Trinity. It's beautiful. And that her beloved spouse consumes her. And I want to be possessed by that Holy Spirit. All righty, everyone. It's a little longer than 10 minutes, but it's not as long as my first one. Let's focus on asking God to fill our hearts with his spirit. I love you all. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.